0: All right, welcome back to the show, Money Goes on Trees podcast. My name's Lloyd Ross. This episode is titled, Is Being Busy Keeping You Broke? Is Being Busy Keeping You Broke? What the heck does that mean? Well, I do talk about this briefly in my book, Money Buys Happiness, about the busy badge. It's a money mindset or a limiting mindset when it comes to wealth building, and it's one that we don't really understand. It's one that is predominant, and it's common, and it's hard to break, and it's an identity as well, right? Being busy. But quite often the mistake of getting rich means you've got to get busy, right? Hard work, work more. This is the paradigm that we most sit in when it comes to our work. And unfortunately, being busy typically does keep most people broke. It's a funny thing. It doesn't feel like it does, but it really does. So what happens with the busy money mindset? How, what, what is going on there? Let's have a bit of a think about that. I want to talk to you about what is causing you to be busy and what is the identity that's you're sitting in with it and then how is it actually making you broke right so let's talk about this when we are busy we are we have a feeling of being productive okay we have a feeling of being productive and if you listen to my episode on the three i might drop this one after actually so uh the three drivers of of money decisions it's usually safety, security, and self-worth. And so, when we're busy, it gives us a sense of self-worth. It gives us a sense of uh, significance. You know, we're doing stuff. We're we we're, we're a valuable part of the the, the day, the earth, you know, our, our our tribe. Because we're busy, we're doing things. But being busy doesn't mean you're productive, okay? And working hard doesn't mean you're also productive. There's a big difference. And so. Some of the busiest people in the world are broke and some of the people who aren't busy are some of the wealthiest. And so let me have a, I'll explain what I mean by that. Warren Buffett, who's the sixth wealthiest guy in the world, he is astutely unbusy. He is radically unbusy. He's so protective of his time because his time, like it's, I think it's 5 million US now to have lunch with him, like at an auction once a year. His time is so valuable because his skills and mindset and business are so valuable that his time is super valuable. But he didn't get that first and then create more time. He got the he got the the business and the value and the worth and the, the self-worth and the net worth from actually protecting his time initially. So he's actually a time master and that makes him a master of his money. So he's on one end of the spectrum where he's actually not busy at all. He just protects his time so well he can choose what he wants to spend his time on. And of course, if you can create time, you spend it on very high uh, value tasks or very high ROI activities like picking businesses to purchase with your capital, you're going to compound your money and wealth a lot faster. So he actually spends a lot of time doing those high value things. But he's not busy. He's not frantic. Okay. Um, and so being frantic and busy does not translate to wealth. On the opposite end of the spectrum, people who are super busy but are broke you can you can see very clearly that they are busy doing lots of minor things. Jim Rohn used to say, never major in minor things. And so quite often you'll see people who are super frantic, busy doing lots of stuff, but aren't actually wealthy at all, are living paycheck to paycheck. They're not only money broke, but they're time broke because they can't do the things they want to do with the people they want to do them with. And what drives that behavior is a feeling uh, of of security. It's a security blanket for... Thinking they're productive because they don't want to be marked with the identity of a, as a doll bludger in Australia That's parlance for they don't want to be earmarked as a lazy person um, They don't want to sit idly and they feel like activity is the way to get Achieve more and get wealthy but activity doesn't translate to wealth. Okay So you have to obviously be very specific about what you spend your time on that will create wealth And so i've done episodes before on creating leverage in your life. So spending your time Rather than on tasks, spending time on things that will do the tasks for you. And so those who are actually great at not working are the ones who get richer, which is, I know, brutally, it's cruel, right? And for me personally, I'm a worker. I, 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 have, a, I have a very strong work ethic that I've predicated my identity on, so I too found it challenging to actually do less to make more money. And in fact, I was doing a, like a mindset program once, uh, neurolinguistic programming program for about seven days. And the coach that was in there said to me, um, Lloyd, why aren't you at your wealth level that you want to create yet? And I said, Oh, I just you know, I just need more time. And he said to me this one line that I always remember, he said, When did you decide that you needed more time to create more wealth? And I was like, I was like, Mr. Miyagi, tree falling in the forest moment. I was like, Do-do-do-do. it just shattered my paradigm. I thought, when does wealth like why do we why do I need more time to create wealth? Why can't I create wealth using other people's time, using systems? Like what is it that's holding me back? And I think it's the hard work paradigm. So we all, I think all of us, well, most of us, grew up with a paradigm of work hard, make money, right? And so I was stuck in that paradigm of I've got to work harder. So I was using more time, I was using my day more, I was spending more time working. And of course, that is a finite thing because you only have 18 hours in the day you can physically work, otherwise you're flipping, you drop dead, right? And so it's still wonderful to have a work ethic, but it's about what you work on and where you focus that work ethic, where you spend that work ethic, where you you expend your energy and your focus matters. And so it's not about not being a hard worker, it's about not just being a hard worker. Because if that was the case, a lot of construction workers I know would be super wealthy, and we know that's not the case either. So it's choosing to spend time scaling your activity. And so if I was a construction worker, I was, I was, let's say I was a carpenter, and Michael Gerber talks a lot about this in his book, The E-Myth. If I was a carpenter and I was working hard on the tools, that's fine to learn your craft. But at some point, you want to scale beyond your time. So that you then hire apprentices and then you delegate to people. Then you get systems in place. Then you build a business and then you step out of your business and then you can scale your construction company beyond your your time um, by having people do those tasks. And it's no different to a day to day activity. So like if you're spending a lot of time cleaning the house, washing the car, mowing the lawns and you don't have any leverage, you're obviously going to be working very hard. You're going to be very busy because you're doing everything yourself. Um, and you're not gonna be able to scale your time, which means you won't be able to spend time on high value tasks and you won't be able to scale your money. So what causes us to be busy? Two things, one is the identity, the identity of the Aussie battler, the identity of someone who works hard, the identity of someone who gets stuff done, right? I love being busy. that's the one part of it, the identity. The second part of it is the security driver and it makes us feel secure, it makes us feel productive, it makes us feel successful if we are busy. Now, I'm no stranger to that. We all sit on this scale of busyness and wealth. At one end of this spectrum is wealth, and at the bottom end of the spectrum is busyness. Okay? Does that mean you can't work, uh, you don't have to work to, to make money? No, it's, it's about doing diligent, focused, productive, high ROI work that is not based on your time, but based on the task at hand. So if I, can, if I spent, let's say, for example, uh, a whole month, and I just spent perhaps five hours on one activity one event or one presentation or one specific area that was able to create hundreds of thousands of dollars is it better to spend it on that thing or is it better to spend on many frantic things small things um to make say twenty thousand dollars what is more effective and so gary keller in his book the one thing talks about this what is the one thing that when you achieve it makes everything else redundant so when you find that thing, or when you focus on that high ROI thing, the return on ROI is short for return on investment. When you spend your time on that thing that's going to produce the most for you, then you have the money to outsource the things that don't, that are low return on investment activities. So like admin, washing your car, <laughs> mowing the lawns, you know, cleaning the house. That stuff is low value stuff, and so if you can pay someone, you know. an hour to do that stuff for you and you can spend your time doing stuff that's going to bring you $100 an hour, it makes a lot of sense to make that trade, okay? So you're never never going to stay, what's the word? People often think, I don't want to trade my time for money. You can trade your time for money, that's okay. But what you can't do is sell your time for money and people are selling their time for money. You don't want to ever attach your money to an amount of time in the day and that's what jobs do. And I recognized that fairly early in my career and I tried to change that as fast as possible. And, and I've been able to achieve that, right? But it's just being aware of it. So you, don't, you really want your time to be detached from an hourly rate. You want your time to be detached from... You want your money to be detached from time. You want your money to be attached to productive outcomes. Um, and once you hit that, you have a lot more time freedom. And when you can protect your time... And when you can start to let go of the I must be busy to be rich and you can let go of the whole I must be busy for my identity to stay as it is for me to be a hard worker because if it has to be done, I have to do it myself, right? Those old sayings are stuck in our head, right? If you want to do a job, you got to do it yourself. You want it done properly, you got to do it yourself. Or, you know, um, what's the other paradigm for busy people get things done or, you know, like just these old stories we tell ourselves about being busy, But I do promise you, the less busy I've got, the more wealth I've created because I've been able to implement leverage through people, systems, and capital, putting my money to work as well. Our money, I should say, with my wife, Alicia. But we we do those things so we can create more time. And evidently what's happened is, when we create more time, we inadvertently create more money. So it's a really weird thing. It's like this spectrum of try not to be on the lower end of the spectrum of being just busy. Try to be productive, do your best to be productive, and implement strategy and tactics on a daily basis to be productive on money making things and not busy on non-money making things be very selective with where you spend your time and where you spend your energy and i see it all too often people are spending their time and their energy on things that are not growing their wealth and they're not even bringing value to their life and i think one of the simplest ways to ascertain if you're doing that is if there's a drama in your family if there's a drama in your friendship circles if there's a drama at work and you're buying into that drama right and you're just consuming yourself with it and you're sending emails and you're that's just absolute a waste of time but people are doing this on a daily basis they're they're spending a lot of time on things that are just not going to move their wealth needle forward and so this is a, a time this is an audit for you if you're listening to this episode and you think to yourself oh my god My diary is full. I'm just busy all the time. And most people, by the way, who are super busy don't even have a diary. That's why they're busy. That's a whole nother episode. If you go back to some episodes, I talk about the Millionaire app that no one uses. It's a calendar and you'll notice that if you're super busy, perhaps you'll listen to this episode and just stop for a second and do a real time audit and ask yourself, am I busy or productive? And do i need to do these things do i need to actually be busy or am i doing it as a security blanket to protect my identity right and you can transcend the identity and you can transcend the limiting beliefs in your head and the stories you tell yourself about i must be busy the sooner you will start to scale your time and your wealth okay so i want this lesson in this podcast to be being busy actually can send you broke it is actually probably keeping you broke too not just broken your money but probably broken your relationships broken what you do for work and i want you to escape that it doesn't mean you can't work it just means where are you working what are you working on are you working on creating leverage or are you just working for the sake of working okay and on the other side of the spectrum if you're creating wealth congratulations you've probably unlocked the the true secret to wealth which is time creation and keep doing that and repeating that and you'll scale your time so much that you'll just have a lot of time a lot of wealth and you'll be able to do lots of cool things with it so i hope you've enjoyed this episode if you can please share this episode with a friend who needs to hear it share this on your stories thanks to those who do that thank you for our five star reviews really appreciate you guys i love uh we've almost got two thousand subscribers now on the podcast which is amazing thanks to those who are subscribing i really appreciate you thanks for sharing the podcast we don't have any ads in here the only way we can get the podcast out is to share it um you know, organically through audiences as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this. And of course, jump into our money, um, our money tips on Telegram, Lloydstelegram.com. Go in there if you want to get some daily money tips where I share a lot of stuff before I do podcast episodes like this. And so you can get that first. And of course, jump into one of our books and uh, in our Facebook group. And I look forward to seeing you or talking to you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees podcast. You can have yourself a wealthy week